stand for your financial goals. The best gift you could give your loved ones this year is a conversation about your financial goals, where you're going with them, some of the exciting things that you have planned to hit your financial goals. Welcome, everybody, to The Chris Harder Show, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success, knowing that when good people like you make good money, they can then do great things. My name is Chris Harder, and several times per week, I will bring you epic guests, solo episodes, and every single tool, trick, and skill set you need to grow your business, grow your money mindset, and to grow your wealth to levels that you have never reached before. I've ended up in a unique place in life where I've got the experience, the connections, and all of the secrets that it takes to be successful. And and I'm lifting the curtain to reveal it all to you in an effort to help put you in a position of abundance so great that you can then be as generous as possible. So let's lock arms and let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Chris Harder Show. It's another Money Monday here where we absolutely believe that both prosperity and generosity can and must coexist. And today we're going to talk about holiday spending and a lot of the fear and the shame and the guilt and the unworthiness and everything else that comes along with holiday spending. Now, let me first preface this. I am the hugest holiday slash Christmas slash all things lights and Christmas trees freak on the planet. I mean, favorite time of year, hands down, nothing compares to the holidays for me. I've always been the biggest Christmas geek ever. And so as I share, you know, some of my tips and some of my thoughts on holiday spending, it doesn't come from somebody who does not see this as a significant holiday season. It does not come from someone who's bah humbug. It comes from somebody who, to give you some backstory, when Lori and I used to live beyond our means, would give the best gifts that we could possibly find to each other and to our loved ones, thinking that we were somehow doing something good, doing something right. As a matter of fact, if we're being honest, we gave gifts from a place of ego, not just wanting to make that person happy, but wanting to somehow as a side effect, show how successful we are. And this runs rampant. You got to remember, Lori and I lost everything and started over about 11, 12 years ago, 2008, 2009. And we didn't have Instagram back then. We didn't have TikTok back then. We did have Facebook, but we didn't have as large of a pressure as there is today to have this foreshadowed thought of, oh, if I get him this, then I can't wait for him to share it in his stories. Or if I get her this, I can't wait for her to post about it. That's a real pressure, guys. And it's one that is not worth falling victim to, I promise you. And I can promise you, not from a place of theory, but from a place of being on both sides of the fence. Here's the great irony. Lori and I used to buy and give and exchange the most extravagant gifts when we shouldn't have been. And now that we could literally responsibly get our loved ones and each other anything in the world we wanted. Okay, maybe not anything in the world. Like, you know, there, there's probably some things that are out of line. But you know what I mean? Now that we can get each other anything that we wanted. Now we don't. We do not exchange birthday gifts. Uh, both Lori and I have birthdays in the holiday season. We do not exchange Christmas gifts with each other. We do 
make sure we recognize each other in ways that we love to receive recognition. Lori loves words of affirmation, like on her birthday each year, you know, whatever year old she is, I'll write down, for example, this year she turned 41. So I wrote down 41 ways the world was better with her in it. Last year when she turned 40, I think it was 40 things I, I, I loved about her or 40 great memories, right? So she likes words of affirmation. So I take the time to make sure I give her words of affirmation in a way that means something to her. I love you know, quality time spent and physical touch. So she makes sure that she turns everything off and spends the day with me, making sure that, that I just feel valued. But we don't exchange gifts on our birthdays or for Christmas. Now, here's what we do for Christmas. When Lori and I realized that we were in massive financial trouble, remember I told you that up until we lost everything, we gave gifts that we shouldn't have been giving to our loved ones and to each other. And then the year that we realized, oh, shit, we are in some serious financial trouble here. And we hadn't quite told the family yet. I don't think, I don't remember. I think this was right before we told them, like, hey, guys, yay, we're starting over. We went to the family and said, hey, we feel like gifts are getting out of control. What if we just bought one gift for each other and we put a cap on it? So that we're not spending all of our time out at the malls and, and I mean, that's what you did back then. You went to malls instead of ordering on Amazon. So we didn't spend all of our time out at the malls and away from each other. But instead, we spent time together creating memories and still exchanging a little something. And we did it that year. And it was actually more fun than when we'd run around stressed out trying to buy the most extravagant gifts and trying to make sure everybody had enough gifts to open. I mean, what is enough anyways? Enough simply means you beat the quantity from last year. And guys, that's not what it's all about whatsoever. So remember, I said being on both sides of the fence. Well, we used to overdo it. Now we underdo it, and it's a thousand times better and is a thousand times happier. So now here's what we do as a family. We actually buy one great generic gift under $100. Now, it might be two or three items, but it constitutes as one gift under $100. And everybody in the family goes out and buys one of these. They assemble one of these. And then on Christmas morning or Christmas Eve, when we're up at a Christmas cabin, which is a, a tradition that we started a few years ago, we will blindly exchange these gifts. And you can exchange them up to once if you don't like what you got or if you like what someone else got something better. Now, we still get that dopamine hit of giving a gift and opening a gift. We still try really hard, even though they're under 100 bucks, to make sure they're super cool gifts that people would love. But it has enhanced it has enhanced the experience of gift giving and gift receiving. Because I also know on my end, I'm not receiving gifts from family members that are trying to get gifts that they think Lori and I would like at our financial level, even though they shouldn't be or couldn't afford to be giving those kinds of gifts. And so whether you're the giver and you're giving more than you should, or whether you're the receiver and you're receiving gifts that somebody is has gone out and overspent on because they think it's the level of gift that you would want. Both of those situations do not feel good at the core. And the holiday season, the whole point is to feel great. But it does not feel good at the core to give when you shouldn't be giving as extravagantly or to get a gift from someone who should not be spending as extravagantly. So I'm not saying shut down your gift giving. What I'm saying is do not fall pressure to, oh my gosh, I can't wait till he or she uploads this on Instagram. Do not fall pressure to, oh, they think we're in a great financial position, so we have to demonstrate how generous we can be. Do not fall victim to, well, every year we've given a little more for Christmas and we can't break that trend. It's what we've always done. Do not fall victim to anything. Instead, 
stand for your financial goals. The best gift you could give your loved ones this year is a conversation about your financial goals, where you're going with them, some of the exciting things that you have planned to hit your financial goals, and demonstrating what it looks like to say, hey guys, this year we're cutting way back. Hey guys, this year we're doing one gift. Hey guys, this year we're putting this dollar amount cap on it. Because I want to show you, I want to give you the gift of what it looks like to be serious about your financial goals. It's one of the best gifts you can give yourself and one of the best gifts you can give your loved ones. Happy holidays, guys. It is my favorite time of the year. I am so grateful for all of you that have listened to the podcast, not just this entire year, but for the past four years, it's the best gift you can give me is to not only keep giving me feedback on the episodes you like, hit me up at Instagram at Chris W. Harder, but also sharing the episodes when you like them. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success. 